2: Abbreviated edition here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Coming up at 6.30, Timberwolves pregame, Cal Soderquist. Wolves facing the Phoenix Suns, and then tomorrow night facing the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is quite a back-to-back. And I know the Phoenix Suns haven't um, been that healthy here this season, but they're still a damn good basketball team. So it should be a great game tonight tonight. And I look forward to doing Timberwolves tonight, hopefully victorious Timberwolves tonight a little bit later. So we'll talk Wolves here before we pass it to Cal here in the next uh, 22 minutes or so. But I want to start with the obvious, and that's the Minnesota Vikings and the NFL playoffs this weekend. Starts tomorrow. couple of games. Seattle facing the San Francisco 49ers in the... uh, L.A. Chargers facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's how it starts on Saturday. Then you've got the two games on, or three games actually, on Sunday. Uh, the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. Giants-Vikings, Baltimore-Cincinnati, and then Monday night, which is just a weird thing that you've got Monday night football, uh, and it being playoffs, the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I, you know, when I look at this weekend in the slate of football games, in the National Football League, It's interesting in that we've got so many different rematches from matchups during the course of the regular season. And I feel like the only exceptions to the slate this weekend of games that could possibly be toss-ups is the Niners hosting Seattle and the other one being Buffalo hosting Miami. Outside of those two games, I think that all the other games, if the underdog wins, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised. So with me saying that here, the obvious is that I'm a little bit concerned about the Vikings. Now, we talked to Lawrence Tynes, former uh, New York Giant and two-time Super Bowl winning um, player with the Giants. And we'll always love them for kicking the uh, the Green Bay Packers out of the playoffs (laughs) many years ago. Love that. I think the Giants have a shot. Now, do I think that the Minnesota Vikings are the better all-around team? Yes. But I guess the reason why I'm ultimately concerned is because I feel like the Vikings are limping into the playoffs. And when I say limping, I'm not talking about in terms of necessarily wins and losses. I'm talking about health-wise. And the Giants are getting healthier. That's my main concern. And I think that the recipe for success for the Giants could be ball control offense. Do I think that Daniel Jones is some elite quarterback? Of course he's not. He wasn't even extended um, that extra year or that contract extension from the Giants. He'll be a free agent. But they've got Saquon Barkley. Their offensive line isn't like bad, and their defensive line is underrated. And the funny thing about it is the Giants are a playoff team, and they've taken a a big leap forward with Brian Dayball as their first-year head coach. We don't even really know who their wideouts are, right? Whether it's Darius Slayton or Kenny Holiday, who are the rest of the guys? The days of Odell Beckham Jr. being the guy there, far removed from those times. Like he was that name guy that was there. But the Giants are just a good, solid football team. I don't think that anybody's gonna be scared of the matchup with the New York Giants, but somehow, some way they're gonna fight you every single time. And by the way, we needed a sixty one yard field goal to to win when we faced them the first time. Right? Remember that? So how do you guys view this matchup? 651, 461, 9226. Vikings fans, are you confident that the Vikings are going to win? Or are you concerned the same way that I'm concerned? So, for the record, just know I do believe that the Vikings will win. But there's a difference between believing that a team is going to win and also being confident. I'm not confident that they're going to win. I believe that they're going to win, but I'm not confident of that. Chris, are you confident, or do you just think that they will – well, do you even think that they'll win this weekend? I should ask that.
1: Yeah, I I do think they'll win. I do think they'll win. I think it will probably be very similar to the game that we saw on Christmas Eve. It might not come down to a 61-yard field goal, but I I feel like the Giants have the pieces in place – offensively especially, I know, you know, you focused on their defense. I think offensively, they've got the pieces to give the Vikings fits. I really, I think it's going to be a handful for the Vikings defensively. And I'm not talking about Saquon because, yeah, Isaiah Hopkins, you know, nobody really knows about him. Richie James, nobody really knows about him. Uh, Darius Slayton, you know, off the radar and back, but, They just they run their offense, and we've talked about this. Daniel Jones does what he's asked to do, and he does it really, really well. You don't need to be a superstar quarterback to beat the Vikings this year. I mean, you look at the guys that threw for three hundred against them. You don't need to be a superstar quarterback to have success against this defense. That's a concern.
2: And I don't think that he's going to throw for three hundred yards, but I do think that he's going to make some plays with his legs.
1: Oh, I could could very easily see him getting two ninety plus again. Because he threw for over three hundred against the Vikings last night, I I could see that happening again. Absolutely.
2: Now the Harrison Smith situation, I'm kind of I'm a little bit concerned about that, about him being dinged up. And I know that he didn't didn't play in the the Bears game, which I didn't want him to play in the Bears game because if he's if he's injured, um, I want him to get as healthy as he can be in a game in which, remember, I said I wanted to sit the starters for the. Um, for the Bears game anyway because I didn't I didn't think that much of the game I felt like you should be able to beat them with your backups but at the end of the day when you look at this matchup and you see the Giants and the Vikings and it's kind of a toss-up game at least in my opinion yeah I know that on paper that the Vikings I know that Vegas for wagering purposes have made them the favorite but they're the favorite because what they're at home that's, how much yeah. of a home field advantage will the Vikings have? because let's be I'm, I gotta be honest here. I'm disappointed in Minnesota Vikings fans. Minnesota Vikings fans, there's plenty of tickets available still to US Bank Stadium. like what are we doing? We need to have a loud crowd. We got called out earlier this week by alignment from the from the New York Giants saying, He wasn't impressed. I thought there were only like
1: two thousand tickets that were available. I I I mean, they're still out there. Wait, wait. There's two thousand available. Well, I because when I was reading earlier, like you know, like sixty. That's kind of a lot to me. Well, that well, that's what I'm saying. Like, are those ones that were made available to the public? Like, are you seeing these on like Ticket King, StubHub? Is that kind of where you're seeing these available? Because I I figured that with the scarcity of playoff tickets. Like these would have been snatched up. I, I had no idea. I haven't looked into it, but I had no idea that there were still a significant amount of tickets left.
2: Well, let me ask you this: Are you selling your tickets? Or are you going to be? Are you going to be? you going to be? Are you going to be, be, be rocking out, uh, cheering on the Minnesota Vikings?
1: I'm going down with the ship. I'm there. <laughs> if if I'm going to experience this misery, I'm going to do it in person. Because I, you. You, yeah, I mean, you you never know what the playoffs are going to bring. So. You know, they say anything can happen when you get into the tournament. I'm very surprised that that is even a thing that Vikings fans haven't allegedly bought up all those tickets.
2: Yeah, you know, but we could be fair weather though. Like that's that's kind of how we no, are. Right? no 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 we're never yeah. we're never fair weather. Yeah, Henry. Yeah, typically that's that's what we do. All right, six five one four 651-461-9226. Your reaction, your thoughts. Are you feeling confident about the Minnesota Vikings winning on Sunday? I know that I will be there up in the press box at 330 for the kickoff. It should be fun. Uh, it should be a festive crowd. I hope that it is. And I do anticipate a Vikings victory, but I'm not confident. Are you confident? We'll take your phone calls here on the lake show. Oh, so timely. I gotta, you know what? I gotta, I gotta give Chris a lot of credit here. Kind of a genius here because Ludacris it was announced earlier today he's going to be performing at halftime at the game on uh on Sunday. That's, are you that, are you yeah.
1: ready for some Ludacris man? That that is the that is the only reason my wife now wants to go. The football has become secondary like she doesn't even care.
2: Oh, that's don't, hold up. That's where we're at. She that's didn't where, give a damn about whether this team advances in the playoffs. She just wants to see Luda.
1: Yeah, at at this point, it was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna go and watch football. But now it's like, oh man, Luda's gonna be there. Oh yeah, okay, well, the football game is nice, but you know, why are they gonna play a football game at a ludicrous concert? So, you know,
2: sometimes you. you well, I gotta I gotta check now, now now I gotta check in with Devin George. Uh, NBA champion with the LA Lakers. I got to text Devin and see if he's going to be in attendance on Sunday because you know him and him and Luda are are friends because remember he was in he was in uh Luda Chris's video yes, many years right. ago. I Can't yeah, remember yeah, which yeah. one it was.
1: Oh I, yeah, I re- I
2: remember that. When I move, you move, just like that. I can't remember the name of that song. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Just yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Chris got a little swag going on. Hey, what you? You a Luda fan? Huh? Huh?
1: I know a little bit of Luda.
2: Come on now. You know?
1: Where you from again? Huh? I'm, from the hot you from of, of, I'm from the hot bed of Lyon County. I'm doing the L and the C right now. Yeah, that's right. That's how we Some roll. Some Luda
2: fans out that way, huh? Yeah,
1: there's, there's a few of us. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, well, you know, like I said before, not confident in the outcome of this game. I do believe, in, and I am predicting a Vikings victory. But I think it, there's going to be a lot of nerves going on. And hopefully it will not come. This is what I don't want it to come down to. Okay. Because you talk about nerves. You, you know where I'm going with this? If this oh, ends no. up being no, another no. situation no, 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 where no. we got to deal with Greg Joseph, no. I don't. I just. We've had way too much bad luck with kickers, man. You,
1: you, you want to know what, though? I mean, you think about out of all the teams that he could have hit that 61 yarder against. That's the same team he's going to be taking on. I mean, so from a confidence perspective, I mean, there's a lot of scar tissue when it comes to kickers with us. There's, there's no question. But Greg Joseph, I mean, at least the confidence should be there that he's been more clutch than most in recent history. Would you agree with that? He's had a struggle. I mean, kicking across been the been league than,
2: He's been more clutch than what? Th- than most Vikings kickers? Yes, the, the, what is that saying that's not saying much
1: I don't care if it's a low bar but I mean let's just the 61yard I do who did he who did he hit the 61yarder against
2: wait 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 yeah. you don't care that it's a low bar no is
1: that what you just said I don't care that it's we know oh. we know that the expectations for kickers in Minnesota are we are, are, are low but at the same time why wouldn't we have confidence in Greg Joseph? Right now, especially, hey man,
2: them. we play to win the game. We play to win the game. We want we we're, we're about Super Bowls around here. We it, we, exactly, that's something that we that's been elusive. You know, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten that that Super Bowl ring. I'm aware. Yet. So yep. so in terms, so 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 knowing that, I'm not going to settle for that. Well, you know, the bar is low. No, the bar is the bar. What, what what is what does Mike Tomlin say with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers? The standard is the standard. Right, but like you, that's what we need to be about here. Yeah, but but. If we're talking about... So I'm going to feel better about Greg Joseph because Blair Wall sucked?
1: No, you should feel better about Greg Joseph because Greg Joseph was the one that hit a 61-yarder, a franchise record against
2: the Giants. I do feel better about that, but we are talking about confidence. What what kicker? Look, in, in my time, in my life, I've never been more confident... Mm-hmm. Never in my life have I ever been more confident in a kicker than I was for Gary Anderson, and Absolutely. even Gary
1: Anderson <laughs> messed up. Yes, I,
2: and I, I realized. I mean, I, so, I, was, I, I was. at the If that we're that talking game. about Gary Anderson, if we have flashbacks of Gary Anderson and the Weeping Blondes and what happened in '98, <laughs> don't Weeping don't try <laughs> don't try to tell me that I should be confident and feel good about Greg Joseph. You don't. You dare.
1: Well, you're sitting here saying that if it comes down to a field goal, there's
2: no shot. Because our kicking has always sucked. No, that's not what I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said I'm not confident. That's what I said.
1: Well, you would not have any confidence in Greg Joseph to go out there and kick a kick a, a game winning field goal if it came down not to confidence.
2: it. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. See, I, I'm the, I mean, I'm choosing to look at it the opposite to, way. There's one thing. There, there's one thing to look at a, at a game and feel like you got a decent shot at winning, or to feel like the team is good. Mm-hmm. But there's a different. There's a difference between that and being confident yeah. in the prospects that you have. Like I, I I'm traumatized, man. What I'm, can I'm, give you I'm, more I'm the confidence? I'm
1: I'm like jumping up and down here literally. What can give you more confidence than a guy that hit a sixty one yarder hitting another one against a team that he hit that one against just a few weeks I don't, ago?
2: I don't think I don't think look, I don't think That any Minnesota Viking fan out there Mm -hmm. will be confident in the kicking situation until we actually win a Super Bowl. I'm dead serious. I think that we're traumatized to the point that we're, regardless of how how things have played out, if there's a close game and it comes Mm -hmm. down to a kick, I think that there's just the trigger. Of us looking and saying, you know what? I don't think to coming.
1: Yeah, shake. well, absolutely. It's hard to shake, no, man. It is. It absolutely. I mean, you meant yeah. Gary Anderson and I did. I was at that game. Like that's the only time at a football game I legitimately cried because I thought we were going to the Super Bowl. I mean, you're you're, you're double digit. You were fan. weeping and weren't a weeping blonde. Oh man, are you kidding? I was just I w- I was weeping like a baby. I mean, good thing they didn't have a picture of me, but yeah, I mean, the weeping blondes. I mean, that's a part of sports lore here in the upper Midwest for Vikings fans. But if, if we're going to go back and go back to, you know, let's not pick off the, you know, the, the scabs. Let's not do that. Let's let it heal, right? Let's let it heal. This is a chance to start a new, a brand new legacy with Greg Joseph. Mm. Let me ask you this. If, if the Vikings end up, Going on, if, if they end up losing in the playoffs somehow, but Greg Joseph is perfect, extra points, field goals, whatever, and he's not the reason that they lose. Are we still going to say Greg Joseph was the problem?
2: No, no, no. I don't think that anybody is trying to say that Greg Joseph is the problem. Like, however they lose is however they lose. I just, I, I mean, ch- you're not going to say that yeah. Greg Joseph is the problem if they lose twenty eight to fourteen, and and he and he's not an mm-hmm. issue at all. It has nothing to do with that.
1: I just, I feel like let's just let's see how this plays out absolutely we're always we're going to have to p t s d until a Vikings kicker ends up winning us that big game at the end of the season. It's always going to be like that I, I I get that, but at the same time, the guy did hit a sixty one yarder franchise record against the giants like i don't hey, know listen. i don't know how you can't have confidence in a guy that hit that a week after, by the way, hitting that field goal against the
2: Colts to complete the largest comeback in NFL history. It's the Vikings' trauma. Listen to this. Lawrence Tynes, friend of the show, Super Bowl-winning kicker, New York Giants. He just retweeted Brandon Tierney. The the tweet says, Giants down 24-23. Six seconds left. Gano trots out for game-winning 61-yard field goal. You sign up for that right now? And Lawrence Tynes retweeted it and said, bullseye target oh gosh all right will the wolves get a victory tonight against the phoenix suns we'll be uh, watching and we'll be listening i've got timberwolves tonight later on tonight right here on the good neighbor news talk 830 WCCO.
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new
0: hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey